0: Welcome back to Ladies Who Law School. I'm Sam and I'm Haley. And a quick word from our sponsors. So you guys know Barcast audio as you know the seven MB subjects, uh, podcasts like audio lessons, right? Well guys, now you can get each individual subject, a la carte. so you can get contracts, you can get Civ Pro, you can get Crim Law. You can get evidence
1: in con law by itself. Yes, guys, use the code LADIES, L-A-D-I-E-S, at checkout to get 10% off any of the BarCast audio subjects. With that, you will not only get the audio lectures, flashcards, and workshops, but you will also get the attack sheets. Guys, this is perfect if you're taking a summer class right now, or maybe you're thinking, I just want to get ahead This is your opportunity to do a little listening and a little learning with Barcast Audio.
0: So you guys, I'm really excited about this sponsor. Um, Angela Vorpal. So she was on our podcast late last year and she talked about how to position yourself for a job in big law and kind of what that process looks like. So definitely check that episode out. We'll link it below. But anyway, she's a former big law associate herself and she graduated in the top 1% of her law class. Uh, I know, right? (laughs) And now she's a full-time law school strategy coach. And she teaches law students all of the techniques and actions to basically master your time, craft a study strategy to get top grades, and land your first job out of law school because that's what we all want, right? Mm -hmm. So she's putting on a free, emphasis on free, 1L masterclass for anyone who is headed into law school this cycle.
1: So you're probably wondering what's in this Pre masterclass. It will cover the three biggest mistakes 1Ls make that prevent them from hitting their ambitious grade goals. And she's including her signature three part framework to help you correct those mistakes and compete for top grades. So if you guys are looking to cut through the confusion and uncertainty that is 1L, and really show yourself what you're capable of, be sure to check out Angela's free 1L Masterclass. But man, Santa, I wish that there was something like this when we would have started law school because it would have been so nice to not only know what to expect, but how to consistently get an A As you know, I haven't made one yet, so maybe I need to join this class too. It's just such a tough thing to go through law school, so don't do it by yourself and make sure and join Angela at her free masterclass.
0: To sign up, the link will be below, but in case you're just, you know, want to do it right now, it's www.1L, that's a number one, letter L, masterclass.com. Please help me welcome our guests. Welcome, Miss Allison from Legally Today. So, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself?
2: Hi, I'm Allison Andrade. I went to FIU for my undergrad, so go Panthers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I double major in criminal justice and psychology. Uh, Currently, I go to St. Thomas University and I'm rising to L. Yay! (laughs) I'm considering going into corporate law or family law. I know those two are like very different things, but I'm just kind of like keeping the door open and, you know, just want to explore, uh, you know, different areas of law. Um, A little bit about myself. I run an Instagram account called Legally Today, which my main focus is to educate pre-law and current law students. Um, I also have a business that helps law firms with creating content on social media.
0: That sounds like you're pretty busy for a law student. Yes, <laughs> Yes
2: sometimes uh it can get tough to manage it, but you know you do all the things you know uh you you can do everything that you set your mind to
0: exactly Absolutely. so tell us a little bit more about why you chose to major in what was it again psychology Yes, yeah, so I major in criminal justice and psychology okay, so has that helped you in law school? Tell us yes, yeah, so.
2: I mean, this all started back in high school. My high school has a program, like a magnet program, and they started us off with uh criminal justice. And I kind of just decided to do criminal justice because I, I kind of already had an understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And psychology, I've always been very interested. And I guess I always thought that maybe I needed a backup just in case law school didn't work out or I didn't like it. Um, So I decided to major in psychology as kind of like a backup plan. Honestly, I have to say that I feel like psychology was the most beneficial um, out of like criminal justice and psychology because I was writing a lot of like uh, research papers. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that really prepared me for writing in law school, Um, although it's different type of writing. But you just kind of get used to writing a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um. And you also get used to doing a lot of research. Although again, the research is different. But you just kind of learn techniques, um, as to how to research.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So you're rising 2 L. You made it through one L. Yay! Thank God. <laughs> I know, right? So tell us a little bit about that. What was uh, some of your highs and lows during one L? Yes.
2: Yeah, so. I would say, like, definitely a high was not failing any class. Like, I was completely scared, you know. The the thing about law school is that, you know, only your final grade counts. So even if you think you understood everything and you ask questions, you know, it all comes down to that final exam. So if you bomb it, you bomb it. That's it. So I was completely, like, terrified and especially during the fall semester of my 1L. So I was having like severe panic attacks and I was so scared that I was going to have like a panic attack in the middle of a test. Um, I have to say that I'm thankful that the test was like uh, online so that I was able to be at home because I don't know what I would have done if it had been in person, honestly. But yeah, so I was completely terrified. So I would say that was probably one of my lows because I was just so scared. Just kind of learn how to take exams. I I'd say, like event, you know, you. At least I'm a first generation, so I don't really have enough people around me that you know would give me good feedback. I would say regarding taking an exam in law school. So, you know, you just kind of learn as it goes, and I feel like that was one of the highs that you know I was able, you know, to pass my classes um especially one especially contracts i i thought i bombed that one
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you know just you know knowing that you can do it you know even though sometimes things might be against you like you know mental health or you know the fact that you are a first generation student i mean you can still do it you just have
1: to put in the effort absolutely i mean i totally agree and i think Did you ever have a point before law school where you had severe anxiety or panic attacks like whenever you were studying for the LSAT or anything like that? Or did you feel completely blindsided by that when you came to law school?
2: No. So honestly, I do have to say like when it comes to like anxiety, I've had it for a little while before law school. Yeah. So it was nothing new to me, I guess you could say. Um, I'm a big supporter of like therapy and, you know, getting the help that you need. So at that time, I was going to therapy, but I think it's just kind of hit me hard because I felt like I just really had to do really well in law school, you know? So it's like, yeah. that just like kind of like derailed my, I would say like my mental health process because I was just like, oh my God, I can't fail. Like if I fail, I'm just, you know, like I'm a failure. Like what does that say about me? Yeah. Um. So I think like law school was like, a tough point just because I just didn't know how to I I never experienced I would say like something as hard usually the studies tend to come a little easy to me I don't have to study that much until law school you know you, you really have to study you you learn so much content in such a short span yes that you have to study like there's no out of it yeah so definitely I say like you know you just have to take care of yourself, uh, especially if, you know, if you have anxiety, go seek help.
0: Mm -hmm. So going back to before you started law school, why did you want to go to law school? You know, did you always want to go? And can you tell us a little bit about your application process? Like how many schools did you apply to? Or what was your experience with the LSAT? A little bit about your pre-law journey.
2: All right. So originally I actually wanted to be a fashion designer and Mm -hmm. I started like sewing things and I was like this is not for me guys (laughs) (laughs) and um and my high school offered that magnet program so I decided to kind of like explore it and you know I, I I enjoyed it I always felt like academically inclined so I wasn't scared of like reading books or doing work um and then as I as I got closer to um to college, I took a victimology class, um, and it kind of explains how the criminal justice system doesn't do much for victims. And they introduced me to a program called Guardian Um, It's called different in different parts of the United States, but basically they advocate for kids in the foster system. Um, I got involved with it, and it just really resonated with me. Um, I do have my personal statement on my website. Uh, which goes into, you know, great detail as to why that meant a lot to me. Uh, I felt like in my younger years, I could have easily went into the foster care system. So I just felt like, you know, advocating for children is so important. Sometimes they tend to be the real victim, and nobody really gives them a voice because they're children, or they can't talk themselves because they're children. So after that, I was like, you know, this is what I want to do, Um, whether I decide to focus on like corporate law or something like that. I always want to do my pro bono hours, um, you know, helping children or family law or something like that. Um, And that's kind of what led me into law school. And that is my why, you know, I want to do this career. Now, going to the law school process, honestly, it was it was hard. Um, I didn't have anybody around me like even my friends they're not you know they're not law school students so I didn't really have like anybody that kind of like you know would tell me hey this is what you do first you know so honestly it was just like researching and trying to I was like hopefully I'm doing it right <laughs> hopefully I'm making the deadlines I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm doing mm-hmm. so I was like pretty lost uh when it comes to like the application process, but you know, I got it, I got in, so I must have done it right. (laughs) So yeah, so that was the process. Um, Regarding the LSAT, I did what everybody tells you not to do. I took the LSAT without studying. I was like, let me just see, let me just check it out. Maybe I'm smart. (laughs) (laughs) And that was uh, a little disappointing. I think the my first score was like a hundred it was a uh, one forty three, my LSAT, right? And I was like, oh my God, I have to go study. Um, and I used uh at first I got a scholarship for uh Kaplan offers like a scholarship. And I did in person, but I felt like in person, I don't know, for some odd reason it just wasn't connecting in my head. Mm-mm.
1: I didn't like it either. I did in person Kaplan. I didn't like it.
2: Yeah, I was like, it didn't I work. don't know. I felt yeah. like I wasn't learning. I thought I would learn more in person than Same. virtually. But you guys know um, these, you know, the uh, to study for the LSAT can be expensive. So yes. I was kind of like, I was like, what do I do? Like, I don't really have that much money. Yeah. So I used uh, Blueprint and I did the virtual because I think I believe that was like Obviously, it's more, you yeah. know, yeah. more economic. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I, so I used the, the online version. And I was like, let me just go to the library from like 11 to 5 and just like study, And that's what I did. And, you know, I just committed to it. Honestly, I hated that test. And taking the, mm-hmm. the prep test, it was just tedious. But that's honestly what you have to do. You have to take those tests and then review it. You know, like review what you're getting wrong. And then eventually, I would say, like, I even started liking, like, logical reasoning. Uh, And, you know, although I still don't like the test overall, um, you know, I was able to get a score that got me into, into a lot of schools in South Florida. I only applied in South Florida because I wanted to stay near home, you know, for family support and also because economically, you know, I'm living at home because it's just Kind of expensive to live out there on your own. Yeah. So those were like my two important things. Like it was like getting financial aid and also um, having, you know, being close to home. So that's kind of like how I applied. So I applied like FIU, UM, St. Thomas, Nova, I think Barry, which Barry is actually in Orlando. So it's far from where I live, but you know. Okay, so how I determined like the school that I wanted to go to was like, Main focus was financial aid. So St. Thomas was very generous. And then uh, it was location. And St. Thomas is about an hour from my house. So I figured it wasn't that horrible (laughs) of a
0: commute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, So
2: that's a little bit of that.
0: So how do you like St. Thomas, you know, like tell us a little bit about your school, maybe what you like about it. So if anyone's thinking of going there, yeah. they have a little insight. I'm interested too. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, so St. Thomas is actually uh, way smaller than uh, FIU. FIU is like, a, I would say, a pretty big uh, college. I think they have like 50,000 students. Um, whereas St. Thomas, I would say, like, I mean, I know the law school has like around 200, I think, uh, one else.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know, f- probably max like 500 people, mm-hmm. like in law school. Yeah. So it's a relatively smaller, uh, size class, which I actually like because I feel like you get to know more of mm-hmm. the people. Like, you get to actually, you know, you see them more often than when it's mm-hmm. like a big university. Also, the professors, um, I guess it's a good thing and a bad thing. You know, you're going to get cold call more because there's less people, especially with COVID. They cut our class size to usually it's 60 people and it was 30 people per class. So you would get cold call, you know, like it was going to happen. But another thing that I really liked was that the professors, especially for the first year when they cold called us, they weren't like rude or made you feel like you're dumb you know, like for not knowing how to read a case, they, they would guide us, you know, if we were like, I don't know, like, I don't know the answer to that. They would like kind of guide us and they never made me feel like less or like, I, like I'm dumb, Yeah, which I really appreciated that. And I think overall is the, the sense of community that I really enjoyed about St. Thomas. Um, and, you know, I also like it that it's in Miami and, you know, that there's a lot of things going on around there. So and also, I guess the job opportunity, if you really think about it, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of law firms down in Miami. So
1: I think Absolutely. those are very important things. So what are you doing this summer? What are, where are you interning?
2: Yeah. So hot girl summer. Yeah. <laughs> so right now I'm, I'm interning with the garden at L'Item. So I'm doing my pro bono hours. Um, actually, today was my last day with them um, because I have to go back to work full-time
0: yeah so
2: I'm also working at a law firm as a law clerk and slash like I help them with like their social media content so those it. are like my two jobs you know like you know doing a lot of research um and then also like you know making their social media look pretty of course <laughs> uh, and also I took summer classes which uh yesterday was my last day thank god <laughs> Same. what class did you take I took uh, advanced. I'm sorry. Uh, appellate advo- advocacy, Ooh. and I took uh, criminal procedure.
1: Love it. We took criminal procedure. Are rising to all summer, so that's awesome. Um, okay, so what kind of law does the law firm that you work at do?
2: So they do uh, a lot of corporate law, and okay. they specifically they do uh, construction law. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting because I honestly didn't know anything about construction law. I didn't even know yeah. that was a thing.
1: Yeah. And then you see
2: like, yeah, like I was like, well, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. So I had to learn on the job, you know? Of course. Um, but it's pretty interesting, honestly. And it goes kind of hand in hand with like business law
1: and corporate law. Okay. So if anyone's like ever really loving corporations, business associations, they should... uh looking to maybe doing a little construction is there anything you can share with us like that you've done that you thought was a really cool project or you know just anything like that
2: so trying to think are you asking for like the construction law firm or you're talking more like anything
0: in general anything internship related yeah. whether it's at gal or your law firm yeah yeah so I would say
2: it's it's very interesting. Uh, so I attended a TPR trial. TPR means a uh, termination of parental rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a child testified against the mother. Um, obviously, there's, I can't disclose too much simply of because, course. you know, it's a child. But uh, it was interesting seeing the child. Uh, very mature. Wow. Very honest. Yeah. You know, you feel like, you, you know, like you can kind of tell when, especially children are lying. Um, and watching this kid, it was honestly a heartbreaking story.
1: Yeah. And... I can only imagine I, the situation that you have to be in to be in a type of trial like that. And then to have yeah. the kid testify against their own parent. I, I bet that doesn't happen very often, does it? No.
2: And honestly, usually they don't let t- children testify just because it can be so traumatic. Yeah. But uh, this child wanted to testify. And I'm so glad she did because... Honestly, like I was crying. Like I was yeah. like, her story was just so painful to hear. A child have to go on, gone through all those hard experiences, and you know, be so like. I feel like she honestly didn't even understand the fully what happened to her, mm-hmm. because she was kind of just telling the story, like, like you know, like it wasn't her. But honestly, that's part of the whole trauma, you know, that she went through. Of course, but it was. It was very interesting to see it. Uh, and I'm really glad that you know she she was brave enough to come up and you know, in front of a judge, in front of lawyers, in front of her mom, and you know, say what actually happened to
1: her. Wow.
0: Mm. I have chills. With yeah. Like, mm.
1: That's that's your two old summer, rising two all summer is a time to just really see the world in a legal sense. You know, and to see that as something, you know, you've worked with these different types of battles, legal battles like that before, but to see something like that and being in law school for your first year, I bet it's just like, wow, there's gonna be so much more, especially if you wanna do family law and your pro bono hours, things like that. I uh, can only imagine what else it's gonna be like for you. So, Thinking of all that, do you know what kind of, you said corporate law before that you want to practice, but do you think that you'll go to a firm? Do you think you'll work of counsel? What classes are you planning on taking? You know, things like that. Because I'm sure so many other uh, gals out there are thinking like similar stories to you. You know, they have yeah. these things Definitely. that pull their heart and that they want to work on, but also they want to work and do business law. We'll be right back.
0: Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers Audible.
1: Yes, Audible has been our go to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries.
0: And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime.
1: Speaking of thrillers, I know you are currently hooked on Never Lie by Frieda McBadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it?
0: Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion
1: wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love
0: most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing.
1: So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer.
2: Yeah, um, definitely. And something that you do have to consider if you do decide to go into family law or juvenile, mm-hmm. honestly, it's, it can be hard. So, you know, there's going to be times where you're going to have to be tough, you know, yeah. especially like if you hear a child, like, you know, telling a horrific story, you know, you can't start crying. I would say like, you know, that only affects a child more. Mm-hmm. So it's just something to consider, you know, if you're trying to go into it, I really recommend doing garden ad just because you get that experience uh you actually you know you're a lot of time in the court so you get to see it although you don't get to speak unless you're a cli but you know you get that opportunity yeah now if you're trying to do corporate law, so what i'm trying to focus on i'm um, i'm taking a doing a certificate in real estate right now
1: nice
2: so I haven't taken any classes yet because I just finished my one L year and you know just done with my all my requirements. <laughs> so for the real estate law, I uh, I am gonna start taking uh, courses this fall. So I'll let you guys know how that
1: goes. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. So I would recommend like you know if you're trying to go into corporate law, like look at the the school and like what they offer. You know, do they offer certificates? Are they like known maybe for a certain area of law? Um, And definitely like do a little bit of research. However, I would say like don't bind yourself just because you're going to learn so much and you might find something that you didn't even know existed, like very interesting. So, you know, just have an open mind wherever you you're thinking of going.
0: I think that's probably the best advice to give anyone going to law school is to keep an open mind because I, I mean, I fall victim to this too. You know, I went into law school thinking, I want to be a criminal defense attorney and, you know, have all these ideas of like what supposedly I want to do. And then you take classes and you get exposed and, you know, things change and that's okay. So I definitely think that's good. Open-mindedness, number one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I think that really works.
0: So tell us about Legally Today. Why did you start this Instagram and blog? And just tell us all about it.
2: Yes. So I started, I think I started like in March. Um, I I was in law school and I think I just wanted to connect more with people. Um, Although I was going like, it was kind of like hybrid at first. And then they eventually told us to stay home because, you know, COVID was getting pretty bad in Miami. So I just kind of felt like I wasn't connecting with people just because, you know, we went to class and we left. Like we weren't really allowed to stay in school and like study or anything. They were telling us like you shouldn't like do like group studies just because, you know, COVID. So I felt kind of like, I guess, a little lonely. And I was like, you know what, let me start this and let's see what's out there. And also because obviously I I As a first generation, I felt completely lost and I didn't even know that like so many resources exist on social media until like, you know, once I started law school. So I just, you know, decided to go with it and I just decided to start posting and I just started seeing like so many people out there with like accounts specifically for law schools and I was like amazed because I had never seen that side and I just feel like it creates such a big sense of community and, you know, a lot of people are very real and they tell you like, you know, like it's OK, like, you know, if you fail a test like I did, too. And although that doesn't make you any better, it does make you feel like, you know, you're not the only mm-hmm. one out here struggling. Yeah. Like, it's not just you. Like, there's so many people. Uh, I actually have like a little story. I ap- applied for law review and when I got the packet and I saw like all everything that I had to read and I also was taking classes and I was doing my internship and I was like, oh my God, like I don't have time. I was like, how am I going to do this? And honestly, I almost gave up. I was like, I'm just not going to write anything. And I went on YouTube and I found this girl. Honestly, I feel bad. I don't remember the name of the channel, but she was talking about how she felt the same way. And she, she was like, you know what? I still did it. And she got in. And I was like, you know what? Worst case scenario, I don't get in. You know, but at least I applied and I tried and I applied and I got in. So definitely for anybody out there thinking about, you know, joining an organization and you're like scared and you're like, oh, my God, I'm not going to get in. Just apply. You know, worst case scenario, you don't get
1: in, but at least you tried. Yeah, that's great advice.
0: Yeah. And I think it was um, interesting you said that, you know, like there's a whole social media Instagram world of like law students and law accounts and it really does I, I love the sense of community you know like how you said one person fails a test oh I failed too like it's it's still bonding with people you know and I think people can be a little bit more real than they are of, at other times I know like we started this because you know when you look up law school there's a lot of negativity. And, you know, there's yes. there, no one's really real with you. They're like Ivy League or nothing, T-14 or nothing, you know, and like there's a whole other side of law school that um, needs to be talked about. So I'm really happy that you're in the space now and you're contributing to it. You know, um, can you tell us a little bit about like the stuff you do for law firms? Yes.
2: So I decided, well, actually, this started the first time that I that I got an internship. That was like back in 2018 with a law firm. And I didn't know anything about like, you know, like legal work or anything like that. I was an undergrad. And I remember like uh, the law firm kind of started asking me to do some, you know, like creative work, uh, social media related. You know, I, I mean, I didn't major in this. So I was, you know, I was kind of like, uh, okay. But I kind of was forced to learn on the job, you know and i learned quite a lot and i helped them a lot with like their social media platform and honestly i like it i think it just kind of comes with this generation you know you just kind of have to know to how to do these type of things
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you know and then in my next job uh they also asked me to do some work for them and they liked it and i was like you know this is awesome you know so with the start of law school i decided to start my own business because i couldn't work the traditional, you know, nine to five at a law firm. So I decided to start my own business. And currently what I do is I create content for law firms or lawyers and, you know, help them maximize their time because, you know, as lawyers, that can be really tough. Mm-hmm. So I create the content, you know, we create a plan, we, you know, figure out what's going to work for them. And then I get to work.
1: Nice. Nice. Basically, just create different pieces of content and that they post on their social media platforms. Exactly. Yes. Beautiful. I love that. They need all the help. And by they, I mean all these old lawyers out there. (laughs) (laughs) Because that is, oh, I can just see it right now. My firm needs some social media help. So, totally get it, dude. And it's great that you monetize that. Hell yeah. Like, how do you pay for school? That was so way.
2: expensive. Oh, so expensive.
1: Oh, it's hard work.
2: Well, you can't work. But you know, it's kind of like Affordable. really hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think I could have worked. Although some kids in my school did. And I was like, props to you because I don't know how you're working 40 hours and going to law school. Like
0: I'm like, wow, like you're my hero if you do that. <laughs>
1: Obviously.
0: Yeah. I mean, working during the summer, 40 hours a week, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can, I cannot add school on top of this, you know, like yeah. the people I mean, that do the part-time programs and work full time, like props to them.
2: Right. Totally agree. Honestly, it takes me like, I would say like two hours to read a case sometimes. So I'm like, how are you working and reading? <laughs> when do you sleep? <laughs> right. I don't know. Honestly but props to them.
1: So what would be your piece of advice for the incoming 1Ls that are about to start here in August? I know there are a lot of them out there and they would probably love to hear your tips.
2: The biggest tip is you're going to have to learn time management. You're just Mm going to have to do it. Um, If that means getting a planner, you know, write everything down, you know, whatever works for you, because different things work for different people. So, you know, if you hear somebody say, oh, I do this, you can try it out. But, you know, if it doesn't work, move on, you know, like, you know, you have to find what works for you. Um, And another tip is you're going to hear a lot of people kind of like brag about, you know, everything they're doing. And, you know, they're getting straight A's. But, you know, I would just say, don't believe everything you hear, you yeah. know, and just do your thing. Just concentrate on your own path. Don't feel bad. You know, there's always going to be people that are, are just really good, you know, like they're just beating everybody up. <laughs> so, you know, just don't don't feel bad if you're not falling in those lines. You know, you just you, you will eventually learn what works for you. And honestly, there's just not one way to get to wherever you want to get. You know, so you have to find your own path and, you know, obviously look for the free resources that are out there, like social media, go on YouTube, but, you know, uh, don't take everything as like a rule of law,
1: you know? Yeah, that's great advice. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Allison. Can you tell everybody where they can find you?
2: Yes. So my Instagram is legally today. And I also have a website with the same name, legallytoday.com. And I do have a lot of resources for 1Ls.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. I know you've been busy. And yeah, thank you again for talking to us. Thank you so much for having me here.
1: Wow, that was so great. I love getting to chat with someone who just finished up their 1L year. I do wish that it could be in person more often because I would love to just give her a hug and celebrate the fact that, yes, she made it through the first year, which is always the hardest
0: hug Yeah, and she made it on law review. So that was awesome. And it was kind of interesting hearing about construction law. I hadn't really thought of that much. But now, you know, that I'm thinking about it, like workers' comp, like all these things that probably fall under construction law, you know? So, you know, we love having people on from all different areas of law. So with that being said, if you guys have any suggestions for people that you'd like to see, I mean, well, you don't see them, but hear them on the podcast, (laughs) you know, um, different areas of law that you want us to specifically have a guest from, you know, just let us know. We'll try to
1: get them on. Absolutely. All right, guys, make sure and follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook and join the Facebook group because that's where the community lives. They can answer your questions honestly better than we can and they are so dang responsive it's insane so make sure and be a part of that community and also make sure that you are having a safe summer get vaccinated if you haven't and we'll talk to you again soon bye bye guys